Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right now, I'm not letting anything not catch air. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com. Fightful.com. It is July 30th. As soon as Alex popped up, on this screen we looked at each other and we started to laugh and i hit the start broadcast button i i cannot wait until the end of this show to react to what we just saw we are talking about the july 30th 2019 smackdown live i'm gonna get into some plugs i'm gonna put over fightful select i'm gonna tell you guys that are our, our buddy, like it, when you subscribe to Fightful Select, you go to tier two, you get a free shout out. Our boy, Token Black Guy 09 on Twitter, wanted his tonight. So he gets it in front of what I think is one of the greatest moments in the history of professional wrestling. The night that wrestling was revived, Alex. <laughs> uh, oh, that man. shot. Let's go ahead. Because it is so detached from everything else on this show. We are going to lead and we are going to close with this. Yeah. Roman Reigns. (laughs) Roman Reigns is supposed to make his SummerSlam challenge. Now, here's the thing. They're real short on time. Real short on time. Yeah, real short. Caleb Braxton is back there and we're getting some hasty jump cuts as is. (laughs) And let me tell you, I enjoy Caleb Braxton's work. She's got some work to do on the acting side of things. <laughs> um, Roman Reigns is walking down the hallway to make this announcement, Alex. Presumably to challenge who the hell knows. Who cares? But we see some unusual camera angles, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm watching uh, a, a GIF of it over and over and over again. I'm going to tweet it out. I, Is it on TDE? I, I no. It's uh, it's on actually. It's on RomanRains.org on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> um, it says something happens to fall on top of Roman as Kayla and witnesses run over. Something happens to fall. Um, somebody tried to murder him, but he was fine because you know they weren't going to murder him for real. And I, I I am watching it on TDE, and okay. I, I mean. I, 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 it's impossible to explain. Listen, if they had just left it with him under the rubble and then gone, gone away for a week, fine. But then they stick around for like a minute and have him get out and walk away under his own power as paramedics tell him, no, 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 we've got to check you out. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. He's like shrugging him off. Like, Hey, don't touch me, man. I'm okay. Boy, there is so much to unpack here. Never again do I think that we'll be able to spend so much time on such a quick segment. <laughs> Roman Reigns is walking down the hallway. All of a sudden, this steel scaffolding type of gimmick falls on him. And then a bunch of uh, basically travel cases fall on him. 
and it looked so bad that it looked like it was the same shot twice. Mm-hmm. There were six cuts in yep. this, Alex. Yep. Six camera cuts over the course of about three seconds. That That's a lot. Now, when I say there were six camera cuts, there might have been six cameras, too. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm watching yeah. this. Shout-outs yeah. to our, our friends at TDE underscore wrestling. Like, I I think that there were probably six different cameras. Let's just break it down first off. Six cuts. All right. You know it's fake as shit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Now, here's the thing. We know it's not real. Yeah. We know it's not real. We don't want to have it beat over our heads like, fake. Hey. Hey. This isn't real. Yeah. Yeah, BT Dubs. Uh, I, I I I can't I can't stop. Uh, it's hypnotic. It's hypnotic. There, there, there are two answers. It yeah. is Kevin Dunn or Bruce Pritchard. Those right. are the only two people that could have done this. Yes. Yeah. Certainly, they could have committed that crime against uh, cameras and and cinema. Um, but uh, as far as who, like, he's walking out and he's gonna he's gonna make his SummerSlam challenge. Is the person who tried to murder him via scaffolding the person he was going to challenge? Or does that person who he was going to challenge never find out that he almost had a match at SummerSlam? Because now whoever tried to murder Roman Reigns, assuming will show up next week and they'll have a match following Sunday. The thing that I'm confused about, like, why didn't Roman Reigns just move backwards instead of moving to the side? Yeah, yeah. I, there is a camera set up behind the rigging, Alex. Yeah, behind the rigging. No, it's. I think that's the point of view of the person who pushed it. We oh should, my god! Were they wearing a GoPro? I, I think so. Yeah, no, no, the, no. It was no, like they, they. You could actually see through their eyes. Like it's very cinematic. I that's don't, so I don't stupid. It's, that's listen, so stupid. This the, this entire segment, especially trying to squeeze it in in fourteen seconds, was idiotic. Like, come on, man. you got to have planned better for this if this was your major angle for Roman Reigns heading into SummerSlam. You had to have planned better. You had to have. I mean, we got we, – there was reports today that Vince scrapped everything and rewrote he all did. of uh, SmackDown today. Like, how about this? It happened again later in the afternoon. And this was what they came up with. Good so job, I- guys. So what I was told, you know, Bischoff hasn't fully acclimated to his role. Uh, From what I heard, now I don't want to go speaking for him because Bischoff will will shit on anybody that reports anything about him. I've heard that, like, Pritchard is kind of the conduit right now. Uh, But this is a stark contrast from Raw where, from what I understand, what was pitched last week ended up being on the show. The only differences I was told were that the Brock beatdown wasn't going to be as long, which ended up being a good change, and that Ray was going to be the last person in the gauntlet along with Ricochet. Uh, those yeah. are the only things that changed from what I understand. Uh, by the way, guys, if you want your comment or statement read on the air, donate a super chat, any amount. But I answered over six dozen questions on this week's Fightful Select Q&A show. When you subscribe, you can ask as many questions as you want. Rob Wilkins says, based off my Photoshop skills, you'd think I directed Rain's segment. <laughs> have a good night, guys, and have a great show. Big thanks to Rob Wilkins, one of our, our great supporters. Yeah, uh, Super Chats, get your stuff read on the air. Thank you guys so much. This makes Reigns look stupid. And I, I, you know what? I hadn't even thought about that being in the eyes of the person. But if, see, it, here's the thing. There, there are so, it's such a slippery slope with anything new in pro wrestling. Because of the nature of it, it's realistic. It's, it's reality TV that isn't reality type of things. Where does the character start? Where does the character end? How It's not like Lucha Underground. Like, Lucha Underground was yeah. not, like, people don't go home and watch Lucha Underground the next week. Like, that's not it. They right. exist in their own world. They constantly refer to people watching Raw and stuff like that. So it's, right. it's a very tough thing. Yeah, this again, if it had just been the stupid, you know, 17 cuts and scaffolding falling on reins, 
we've seen that before. Like Braun murdered Brock and, and Kane that one time with scaffolding, and that was okay. The, the paramedics ran in. They were checking on the guys underneath the rubble, and then we went away, and that was it. But it was almost as though the cameras should have stopped, and then we saw Roman get out, and he got out too early. So they were like improving what they would have to do if Roman had been fine, which is – and then he was at – like it was weird like – was it this it seems like they're trying to do an angle where he's like freaked out that he almost died in an accident like not actually uh you know attempted murder that was just something just happened something just happened something happened to fall on him and now he's like wow man Millie makes me think differently about life and you know i mean his reaction afterwards go back and watch it it's so odd I don't understand. I mean, we're going to find out all about this. He's going to have a match with whoever at SummerSlam. By the following Tuesday, we'll forget this ever happened because that's how they write their shows. But right now, it just seems so ridiculous. Oh, man. So we see him getting squashed. Yeah, we see him getting squashed by the thing. But, like, apparently the, the, the scaffolding was too tall and so the top of it like hit road boxes behind him. So he was safe underneath it, you know, like he didn't actually get squished by it. I mean, that's evidently what happened because he scooched out from underneath it in about 12 seconds. I mean, I don't know what that's supposed to accomplish. Like, I mean, was, was, was he attacked by a poltergeist? Like, what, what, what is this? I don't uh Oh my God, man. People tell me that Red's got Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah, I saw they traded Taylor Trammell. Not too pumped about that. Um, Bauer's great. Whoo, man. Um, Alex, this was not uh, a five-star segment, as they say. No, no. Uh, it was a five-second segment, and that's the problem. They were trying to throw this thing all together really, really, really fast, 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 fast. And it just didn't work. It, it was sloppy. It was messy. It was the exact opposite of what you'll get when you check out Five Star Painting, a neighborly company. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company. This could be the perfect opportunity for you if you're driven, if you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur, if you're interested in running your own business. Text Five Star to 87000. That's Five star to eight seven zero 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 to learn more. You can start your own business with five star painting and you can set yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in the business and the best at business. You'll be your own boss, pick your own places, pick your own territory, set your own hours. That's one of the things that I love is having a more flexible schedule. I'm able to do that with my job. And if you become a part of five star painting, this neighborly company, uh, you will be too. You have access to all the best resources to help scale your landscape and painting business to meet your personal and professional goals. As a five-star painting owner, you'll also be a part of the greater neighborly community, which has empowered like 3,700 different entrepreneurs to achieve their dreams uh, and goals through local business ownership. I can tell you guys that I live in a community where when something like this gets going, a lot of us get behind it and support it. Uh, We love to support local businesses And there are some that are involved in five-star painting and neighborly that that we also get behind. Every year, over a million customers are proudly served by one of neighborly's 22 award-winning brands, including like Mosquito Joe, Glass Doctor, Mr. Rooter, and of course, five-star painting. Check it out. Text five-star to 87000. People thinking I was going a different way with that... uh, <laughs> plug. I didn't so, even set that one up. Like sloppy, that. sloppy and messy. I don't. I don't know where you could have gone with that one. Messy. I don't know where you could have gone with that one, Sean. Oh man, man, that segment, Alex. That was something. It 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 was definitely something. That I'm not, sure, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was, but it was it was something. I, I honestly, it's. The way he was strolling to Kayla with literally seconds left in the broadcast. It's just so odd. Like, ah, man, just terrible. Terrible. So, uh, 
the uh oh man we haven't ever started a broadcast where me and you just like we didn't say a word to each other guys we just tuned in to each other tuned in and we were just both laughing (laughs) and i could tell alex wasn't wanting to just laugh right at me sometimes i bust alex's balls for thinking things are too ridiculous yeah. That was real ridiculous. That was really, really ridiculous. Now, do I like the idea of a storyline of who attacked Roman Reigns? You goddamn right, I do. I love a good oh, who done it. Sure, yeah, man. When 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 wrestling's off the air, I go and watch Investigation Discovery. Man, really, <laughs> anything but pro wrestling. I'm down to watch. I'm really excited. But <laughs> come on now, these angles. On, on, on those epi- episodes of uh, Investigation Discovery, was it also Rikishi? that that did it in 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 those episodes too man uh <laughs> whew. uh this segment i'm told was not rushed it was a pre-tape obviously well, it wasn't live this yeah. is how much time they allotted for it oh it was just that bad it was that bad by design <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they they said they said hours ago Hey, what's the perfect length of time we need for this? And they said, I, the 13 and a half seconds, like, we don't want to go too long with it. That's you know. <laughs> that, was, that was their ideal, Sean. So many blue cheese plugs, but they're done for the month. Tomorrow is a new, or two days from now is a new month. I can't, can't wait. Can't wait to do some of these in person, guys. I have three straight podcasts that are in person in Toronto. So you won't get to see Alex next weekend for SummerSlam. I'll be in Toronto doing these in person. But uh, I'm sure we'll get your thoughts on on the weekend's events on Monday and yeah. Tuesday. Ah, oh, It's like I don't want this to be over. It feels like graduation right now with this segment, Alex. It's like, no, like the, yes. the graduation party is over. Summer's about to start. You yeah. know we're not going to be talking about this segment in a few weeks' time. No, no matter no. how much you it, care about it. It'll be all forgotten. Yeah. Oh, man. At the end of the year, the fightful funniest moments. We'll have the reunion, but that's it. Son of a bitch. Okay, somebody says, what happened to the Mandy Sonia match? Vince's Rewr- midday rewrites strike again. Yeah, so I know last week it was rewrote and wasn't done until half an hour into the show. There were no scripts, like, at 4 p.m., but they, they filmed this segment where the Iconics just leave. They just leave, Alex. They, they, no, they, no, well, Billy Kay had the puppy the puppy fever. Yeah, sure. So she, she caught it from, from Peyton's Doberman. So she had to go. She was sick, and she couldn't have matches. Um, I think that they either need to have a women's tag division with matches and title defenses and a division or scrap the belts. Just come out and say, we're sorry. We wanted to do a thing where the Bellas came back and they would be the champs, but then Nikki couldn't. So sorry. Mulligan. Whoops. We don't want to put any more women on TV and give them time to do stuff. That would be crazy. So we're sorry, we're not going to do this anymore. Or, or my preference, actually have a women's tag division. You have plenty of them. You've got, you said, let's call up Kyrie Sane and team her with Asuka so she can have one match versus the Iconics in Tokyo. Hooray. Yeah. Come on, guys, you're better than this, I think. Whew. Aren't you? Hey, I don't want them to scrap the titles. I don't want them to you scrap the titles. Iconics, Fire and Desire. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, I like Alexa and Nikki. I do not want them to split up. They are they are great together. They work great together tonight. Uh, you have teams in NXT UK. You have multiple over there. You have the Horsewomen in NXT. You've got people that can team up. I'm, uh, I'm, I, I just, God damn, man. Don't advertise stuff that, that far ahead of time if you're going to change everything. Anyway, right, right. Shane McMahon, the, the show did actually start. <laughs> And we're a good 17 minutes in here. Uh, make sure you guys leave a thumbs up on this video. I didn't go through all that. That really helps. If you're watching, leave a comment. Tell me what your favorite and least favorite part of SmackDown was. Uh, comments and interactions there uh, also help us out. Shane McMahon says that he's not going to be there tonight. 
Uh, I wouldn't want to either, based on the rewrites that happened. Uh, but all things considered, outside of that really corny filmed segment, Alex, I enjoyed SmackDown tonight. There were some really good matches on this show. There were some good matches. There was some storylines progressed. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was there was some good. There was some stuff where it was like, okay, good. I'm glad we're doing this. Um, it could have been handled better, but I'm glad we're doing it moving forward. That's that's a lot. Honestly, that's as good as you can hope for some of these times, some weeks. Yeah, Kevin Owens comes out, cuts a promo about how happy he is that Shane isn't there. Drew McIntyre shows up and says, well, you got a match with me. And uh, then he attacks Kevin Owens. What then followed was a badass match. This was real good stuff. Yeah. They just laid it in there. And this was just a just I, it. See, here's the thing. Anytime Drew McIntyre faces anybody, it feels like I've seen him wrestle them a hundred times. I don't think they've ever had yes. a singles match together. And if they haven't, True. their chemistry is unbelievable. Uh, I can't buy the cannonball as a finish. I can buy the frog splash as a finish because he's got it done before. But McIntyre got his knees up on the swanton. McIntyre throwing that swinging side slam. Boy, does he do that so well. And it's impressive doing it to a guy Kevin Owens' size, too. It's good. Like he, it looks great. You can tell he does lose him a little bit, but that's that's part of the chaos of the move. Like, right. you're swinging them with such momentum that you you got to sit out with it and go the opposite direction. It's really good. Then Owens does a sit-up or a sit-down pop-up powerbomb. That ruled. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yep. Another great spot, a white noise falling backwards off the middle rope. This match was just a barn burner. Drew sets up Kevin on the announcer's table and then eats a stunner. I would have liked yeah. six camera angles of that instead of a <laughs> light rig falling down. Yeah. Like, remember when Austin did that on the table and it's when The Rock had the camera on his shoulder? Yes. Uh, the good old days. KO yeah. rolls him back in the ring, super kick and a stunner to win. I mean... Kevin Owens, very protected. Drew McIntyre isn't. We have come a long way from last year when it looked like Drew McIntyre was ready to feud as a main eventer. Nobody can get all the way over. They're not very good at booking heels anymore. They are pretty good at booking baby faces these days. I'll give them that. Yeah, they're keeping those guys strong. I mean, sometimes baby faces look stupid, uh, lose to distraction finishes and stuff like that. But uh, they're usually very strong. Uh, heels, no. Heels are there to to look like they're they're absolutely going to win the match through seventy five percent of it, and then lose. And I mean, it's it's if if you stay close three through three quarters in a football game, but ultimately lose the game, and you go zero and sixteen, they don't give you bonus points because you kept it close through three quarters of all sixteen games. You're zero and sixteen. You can't keep doing that with all of your heels. It just doesn't work. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Owens is being effectively erected as a main event (laughs) babyface. And, you know, if you want to get effectively erected, Alex. Yes, 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 go on, go on. No, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. I don't. I don't. Dolph Ziggler is big mad backstage. Cuts the same promo that he has for a long time. Alistair Black is moody again. Yeah. Yeah. He is, isn't he? This is um, just moody. This is a thing. Like, okay, eventually, I mean, like, very, very quickly, uh, they, they come out of this and go back and they actually move on with the next thing. But for a second there, man, I was worried that they were going to be like, hey, remember that thing we were doing? where he just talked to himself in a dark room about people picking a fight with him for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then all of a sudden picked a fight up with him, and then he beat that guy twice? We're going to do that exact same thing again. Like, I was like, you can't you can't run that back, man. He's, he's come out of the room. He can't go back in the room. By the way, I want to say, they did this weird thing where they showed his name in the weird hieroglyphs and then showed it in real, but it was like, superimposed over itself so it looked like it said alistair alistair black black and man i i really like alistair alistair black black usually wwe likes to take names away from people they decided to double his so that's pretty good that's got to be a good treatment there um uh 
yeah, I don't need him talking backstage. It looks like we're blessedly going to move on and 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 get a match that hopefully he should win without having to take off his vest. Sami Zayn's backstage, and he says that he needs to beat down Aleister Black to get him out of this mood. I mean, I understand being confused about the moodiness, but as you put it on Twitter, Alex, he got rolled up by Rey Mysterio, who had just had a match in about two seconds last night. Like, Sammy, I I understand Sammy being, you know, coming out and doing like, what they're supposed to do, but, like, you can't make us believe that Sammy poses a threat to Aleister Black when you had Aleister Black, like, be all moody and everything. Then he came out, and he soundly beat it. He soundly beat... Uh, Cesaro, like basically two nights in a row, um, and who's who's at this point on on a higher play playing level than Sami Zayn because everybody is. So Sami, like th- this this should this absolutely should be the SummerSlam match that last year was Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Like Sami Zayn, Ska dances down to the ring, ding ding the bell, Alistair Black without even taking off his vest, Black Mass one two three, that should be it. Because like you haven't you haven't given us any reason to think Sammy is a threat to anyone because of the way you've booked him. That's a problem. Like you don't have any heels that are like upper mid card that might be a threat to somebody because they always lose, especially Sammy. I just want you all to know I'm missing I'm missing Yasiel Puig in a fist fight as he gets traded to another team to do this podcast. He is told that he is traded. And all of a sudden, a fight breaks out at Great American Ballpark. <laughs> I thought these were joke tweets I was reading. Nope. I'm going to break down this fight on Fightful.com. <laughs> I used to do that. Uh, I'm going to do that some more. What the hell is going on? There's going to be less camera angles of this fight, this MLB fight, than there was of the Roman Reigns thing. This is true. The OC are backstage. They're happy about how SummerSlam is unfolding, but Daniel Bryan still refuses to say anything. There's not really a lot to say there. Uh, you think they have a plan? I, I mean, listen, um, they probably have a plan. If they don't have a plan and are just buying time until they figure out a plan, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But in the meantime, don't keep doing this tonight. For realsies this time, Daniel Bryan will have his announcement about his future. We know we said he would last time and we lied then, but this time, trust us. And he comes out and doesn't say anything. You can't just keep doing it. Like, please tell me, Daniel Bryan, you're showing up for this one time, pre-taping all 12 weeks of this crap, and then getting to go on vacation. Because you shouldn't have to show up to the arena every week if all you're going to do is look at Caleb Braxton for six seconds and walk away. That's that's a waste of your time, and it's a waste of our time, and it's a waste of air time that could be given to people who actually get, might have a chance to wrestle. Stop doing this. Either do something or don't. I want to see Daniel Bryan make whatever choice he's going to make that's going to you know be career altering. Let's do that as opposed to like holding off and like you know putting us in suspense, which I know that you love putting people in suspense, Sean. <laughs> Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross defeated Bailey and Ember Moon. Bailey warns Ember backstage to not try anything tonight. Why would why would this even get booked in a world? Why? I, I honestly I honestly don't know, especially the, the way they're they're gonna do it. But um, uh, I I don't know. I mean, I thought we did this whole thing where like these guys aren't friends anymore because Ember like threw her to Charlotte last week and then hit an, an eclipse on her. Like, I think we've answered the question, can these two coexist? And the answer is no. And the answer is always also, why should they have to? They're having a match at SummerSlam. They shouldn't have to coexist. Why are you making them coexist? Why is this a thing that always gets asked about coexisting? Why is that a thing? Yeah. We get a commercial mid-match. Man, I miss these. I miss them so much. (laughs) We come back to see Alexa and Nikki working over Bailey. Ember gets a hot tag, and it is one hell of a hot tag. Uh, but then, Alex, we find out how exactly Amber Moon fits into all of this. She hits an eclipse, but then she gets posted by Alexa. Twisted Bliss lands, and Alexa wins clean. There's really no chicanery here. She won this straight up. 
No. We missed most of this match, but I got to say it was pretty good. As far as the in-ring, between this and the Becky match last night, I see a stiffer style coming into play for some of these women. Something that I feel has been lacking since Ronda Rousey left. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to fault any women on their on their in-ring work. This is all good. It's, it is stiffer, and that's better. It's always better to be stiffer. We'll we'll have a, a promo, uh, uh, an ad read about that next week. But um, I I um I just I don't I don't like like I understand I hate it, but I understand the blank has just pinned the women's champion. I don't understand the blank has just pinned the challenger to the women's champion. Like I don't know I I don't know how that helps the story that you're telling with with Ember. And Bailey, if you have the challenger getting taking clean losses, you know whatever it is, eleven days out from SummerSlam. I don't know. So Bailey then hits the Bailey to belly. I don't agree with Ember Moon taking this pin. It makes it. I get it; it's a tag match, but it was clean as a sheet. Like, did I miss some sort of cheating that was happening there? No, it's just you know, it's. I mean, it's it's not cheating. But posting somebody is never like you know good sportsmanship. It's just a. It's just you know. It's 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 sorry. It's Alexa being Alexa. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fine, but no, she won clean. I mean, for for Alexa, that's as clean as wins get. So yeah, fair point. E, e. Up next, uh, more e. Jerry Lawler comes out and brings out Trish Stratus. Now I get it there in Memphis. Do a goddamn dark segment. Better yet, have Jerry Lawler out there for two hundred five live. Maybe have some people hang around for that. Maybe give the Hall of Fame rub to him. Do you know how weird it is and and fake, fake it is to just be like, hey, Trish, do you want one more match? Trish, oh, gee, golly, I know I wrestled three times last year after I had my last kid, but I'm a mom now. Wow. What uh, the? Incredibly sick. When they announced this was happening, Jerry Lawler. We'll interview Trish Stratus. I'm like, well, I know. I mean, I said, I said to myself, why is this happening? And and I, I mean, I know why it's happening to set up the Charlotte match, but that's not why it's happening. Like, why is it happening? Give yeah. me a kayfabe reason why Jerry Lawler is interviewing Trish Stratus of all people. Pardon my language, and we don't like, really have the super chat today to support this. But why the fuck is Trish in Memphis? Like <laughs> no, that's that's why the would, thing. Why would she be in Memphis? Yeah, I don't understand. It just doesn't make any sense. And 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 uh, all, I, also, I was very very happy that we didn't that that Lawler didn't start having like puppies flashbacks. You know what I mean? Just starting, just just start twitching. Hey, he ain't doing his, that shit. He's keeping, he's trying to keep his job. He's got to make that paycheck. But this is so dumb. The, I would have much rather Charlotte came out last week. And said, "I challenge Charlotte, or I challenge Trish Stratus to a match. Then have Trish Stratus here to answer the challenge. Maybe she says no, I'm done, and then Charlotte goads her into it. At least you have yeah. a reason for Trish Stratus to be in the country. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. This will be Trish's first singles match since Vicky Guerrero in March 2011." And they just got to wedge Lawler in because of Memphis. But like I said, man, just 
have him on 205 Live and do a talking segment. Yeah. Maybe that'll cause some people to hang around. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler versus Balor. Uh, Now, before this, we had seen, I don't know if it was before or after, but we saw a Firefly Funhouse. And it was the rabbit kind of talking up the Finn Balor thing. Did he say he was a fan of Finn Balor? I believe Uh, he did. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Oh, Ramblin' Rabbit is Finn Balor's biggest fan. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) Bray Wyatt emerges angry. (laughs) <laughs> he's trying to chasing him around like he's a like he's a mouse in the house. I love that. Thank you for Joseph Farley for the demonetization insurance. <laughs> uh, one of our our good friends here at Fightful. But uh, Bray Wyatt emerges. Boy, he fits this role real well, doesn't he? Yeah. No. It's yeah. It's it's perfect for him. Yeah or no, Alex? You said both. Which is it? It's yes. Okay, thank you. So this match doesn't last that long until the lights go out. There's a commercial, a Dolph attack during the commercial. Finn Balor takes over during the break, hits the eye of the hurricane. And as he's about to do a dive over the top rope, the lights go out. Now, it was tough for me to see where Bray was, but the way that they shoot him, Alex, I really dig that. It's at like some sort of angle. It's different. You, You can't tell where he is if you're at home. Yeah. I yeah, love that. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know where he was either. And and when they when the lights came back up, Finn was looking at the stage. So I'm assuming that's where he was. But it was certainly not clear when the lights were on him. Um, yeah, I'm. 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 I'm loving all this this fiend stuff. Uh, I'm. I'm excited to see um, where this goes from here. But you know, I mean, the fact that it basically um, just amounted to a simple distraction of the babyface. Like I feel like they could have done more with it, but I'm I'm any chance I get to see the fiend, I'm happy. This was good, and I thought it was a clever way to beat to beat Finn Balor, uh, and a clever way for Dolph Ziggler to get a win at SummerSlam. I want to see the fiend crush Finn Balor. Yep, I want to see him send Finn Balor off for until Survivor Series. This is this is how I want this to unfold. Maybe I've mentioned it before. I want Finn Balor to get crushed. Finn Balor maybe tries to do something and he immediately gets caught. Sister Abigail, bam, mandible claw, and that pins Finn Balor, and he's left there shaking, paralyzed, quite frankly, looking a little bit like a bitch. Sure, especially if they're not going to make him the demon. Yes. If they're not going to make him a demon, he should be squashed. And, and I don't like to do a lot of fantasy booking, but what I would love to see is Bray, Bray just destroy people for the next three months. Then the demon comes back at Survivor Series to claim some vengeance, but he doesn't get it. Yeah. And that's the first guy to beat him. From that point, I would love to see something out of Finn Balor to give him some character. Right. For him to doubt himself, for him to doubt the demon, for him to have some sort of complex in his head that sets him off, that makes him more than, oh, well, I'm going to fight you at the next pay-per-view. I'm <laughs> going to pop my... What? I can't remember one good Finn Balor promo. No. No, it's... it's since he is... It's just... Bleh. And you know how I felt about his work for a long time. I thought his work was uninspired until about a year and a half ago when it really stepped up. If he ain't going to be in the club, give him some goddamn edge. And I think the way to give him some edge is maybe make him lose in two high-profile matches. You can create interest that way. Yeah. No, I I, I think that there's um, – anything is, is better than, um, you know, guy in his underwear wearing a leather jacket. Like, that's just – that's what it feels like every time he comes out. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's it's I, – I mean – Nice underoos. Uh, you obviously work really hard on your abs, and what? You're you 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 can agree or disagree on on what he does in the ring. You know, apparently he's an extraordinary man who does extraordinary things, and good. That's good. But what what is what is who is Finn Balor? What does he stand for other than just you know being cool? Like that's. Is he? He's just the Fonz. 
with less clothes under the jacket. Like, okay, good. You're cool. Great. Can we do something else with that? And uh, I mean, the answer so far has been no. I would like a loss to the fiend to to make the answer yes. We can do more. Oh man, God, uh, I, they they can't fumble this. They cannot fumble no. this. No, they can't. This they, this might be Bray's last chance. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's certainly it. It's certainly according to, like when you take into account who it is and Bray and all the mismanagement of that talent they have done over the years. Yes, they can't fumble this. Even absent that context, you have caught lightning in a bottle with this. Did you hear the hushed tones come over the crowd when the Firefly Funhouse came up on the screen? Well, no, they were hushed. Well, you know what I mean? Like they were doing <laughs> stuff and all of a sudden that came up on the screen. Yeah. And everyone's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's Bray. Like, like that's really hard to get an entire arena of people to do. And guess what? Everyone at home's doing the same thing. So whoever it is that you've created this with, you've got to harness that and, and ride it. It's, it's important. Well, if you're looking to harness something. And ride it. And ride it. Anyway, check out FightfulSelect.com, where we have harnessed the podcasting power of several personalities, including Mr. Warren Hayes and Steven Jensen. This week, we have Warren and Zachary Schimmel on the WWE or Armageddon 2008 Retro Review. That drops this week. Again, I had a Q&A show. The Backstage Report podcast drops tomorrow. Warren Hayes does the best 205 Live NXT UK review there is, period. Steven Jensen with The Weekender. We've got just a ton of stuff over there. I've got some uh, exclusive news up there right now that you all should check out. Some of that news goes straight to your inbox, but we have a ton of content. We're looking to do more good times. Your boy, Ali, defeated Shinsuke Nakamura 50-50. Yeah, this is the problem with with what they did at Smackville, by the way. Hashtag Smackville. But um, I... They, they didn't have Finn, so they had to do Ali. So they kind of ruined this by having Ali had to lose that match since it was for the title. But now you get 50-50. And now it's like, well, we already... I mean, anybody who watched that, by the way, God bless you if you did, you already saw that match for the title. So now it's kind of been spent. And this thing, okay, good. He 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 used elusiveness to counter the Kinshasa with a roll-up. Good. Um, but I, I, I mean, we're going to get this at SummerSlam, but I feel like... Th- the build of this has been all kind of spoily because you didn't handle any of this correctly getting into it. The first time they got in the ring against each other should have been for that belt at SummerSlam. Not not this weird stop and start 50-50 crap. Well, this was very quick. It was good in, in what short yep. amount of time that it was. They have really good chemistry with one another. Yeah. But uh Nakamura, I love Nakamura dropping his face across the top rope. That reverse exploder, you're not going to see a lot of people taking that better than Ali did. He did that very, very well. Main event time, we see a pretty good Randy Orton package explaining the Bluetooth segues are just everywhere and I can't do them. But he explains his disdain for Kofi Kingston. Yeah. I like this. Good. He admits that he uses that perception that he used his political power. And I love it, man. Yeah, I'm, I was a big fan of all of this. Them really leaning into that, to that history. That even if, even if it's only a perceived history, like, but really like leaning into it, it's it's excellent. Uh, all of that is so great. Um, uh, and I, I I I love that he admits. Listen, all I had to do because I was a legacy, you know, no pun intended, was show up and be me, and they gave me titles, they gave me opportunities that I won, you know, and and and. And meanwhile, Kofi had to come and pretend to be something he wasn't and, you know, be the guy who loves to have fun to get any kind of attention. And, yeah, I, I, I didn't like that. And that's that's good. Cut and dried. This is the best Randy I've seen in years. The best iteration of who this guy can be. Just arrogant and a total dick. And just, he just it's perfect. I, I love it. Don't ruin this. Let's let's keep on with this. I, I'm I'm I also love that being very pointed in Mustafa Ali was the next Kofi Kingston. This guy comes out of nowhere, I don't think belongs here. So I put my heel in my boot so far into his eye socket that I took him out of the emulation chamber. 
and you got his spot. So how about a thank you? Like, I really love how they're like really tying in things that we've seen. We see this with our own eyes. We know the history. When you, when you don't talk about it, we're like, well, what about this and this and this? When you do talk about it, it's like, thank you. You're actually using everything you, that's come before as a, as a pretense to what comes next. And that's good storytelling. Avery Dunn, thank you for the super chat. Says, best rain in years, maybe a decade, no hyperbole. I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't think of a time I was more interested in Randy Orton since maybe he was punting people in the head. Uh, yeah. Or maybe evolution. Maybe then. Holy crap. Good stuff. Uh, this match, Kofi Kingston defeated AJ Styles. Let's be real. Didn't need to be booked unless they're going somewhere with New Day and OC. This is the thing that I am worried about. Them positioning the OC as the New Day equivalent on Raw with, you know, the, the, you know, the good brothers ho- holding the titles and AJ Styles being the U.S. title holder seems to me like they're planning to have the actual top title on Raw not be around for a while. And so AJ is going to be the equivalent of Kofi Kingston because he'll be the top singles hold the title holder on Raw for a while. And that I don't need to know the I don't need to want, want to know the implications of that. That's not good. Well, uh he's not Kofi's equal tonight because Kofi beat no, him. That's true. Uh, and Kofi is just one of the most fantastically booked champions I've seen in a long time. He's had he's had his few situations, but I mean we're talking like Three defeats since February. That's pretty good. Five and a half months, you're rocking with three times you've been pinned or submitted or stopped or something like that. Yeah. I mean, there are still naysayers that... It's hard for me to understand, like, why people would look for a reason here. I mean, Kofi has cut pretty good promos. He's had interesting programs. He's had some guys that, quite frankly, have been held in the same position forever. He hasn't had the best feuds because that's how WWE has traditionally booked guys like that. Look at Daniel Bryan after he won. He got Kane. Look at Chris Benoit after he won. He got Kane. Mm-hmm. Like That's just a situation that they tend to do right after WrestleMania. Kofi is getting great reactions from the crowd. He's yeah. still over. The crowd still cares about his matches. Uh, that's And he's booked really, really well. Yeah. Uh he's never out of his depth. He's he's really, really good. He screams champion to me. Now a lot of people will still do the oh, let's throw a pancakes well. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not only that. I mean, to a lot of people, he doesn't and I'm not even talking about the history of race in this company. I'm talking yeah. about just body type wise. He doesn't look like a champion to a lot of people. Who still but, have that? Like, but let's be honest, race wise, too. I mean, I'm I'm saying like there's yeah. that. That's that is a, that is absolutely a factor for some people, unfortunately. But separate from that, if that man had zero melanin in his entire skin, that's it. He's just a white guy who looks like that with his concave chest and like it just it doesn't, it oh, doesn't yeah. work for some people. You you'd have those idiots that would be like. He looks like a middle schooler. He yeah. looks, he's six foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds, but he looks like a middle schooler. Ugh. I bet, I bet, I bet I could outbench him. Oh my god! You know, I remember I those guys exist. Oh, I wish I would have remembered some. I remember somebody saying that about a wrestler on uh, on Twitter, and I think it was maybe Ezekiel Jackson that was like, "I've never benched a day in my life," so he could probably outbench me. I can't remember who it was about, but it was like something about that type of argument. It might have been Brian Kendrick or something. Somebody bring up something about him. And he was like, I don't bench. It's worthless. Who cares? Like, has MMA not taught us anything? Yeah, like, no. no, no, it, it hasn't. To answer it, yeah, to a lot of people. I've had to show people, because I mean, let's let's be honest. I had a show with a guy. Back in the day, who would really scream that they don't look like wrestlers? They're they're too small, and I'd be like, "My God, man!" Ikushi Minowa made his career beating the asses of people bigger than him. Kazushi Sakuraba, Genki Sudo, Genki Sudo beat the living shit out of Butterbean, who knocked out 
the, one of the toughest WWF wrestlers at the time yep. in no time flat. Bart yep. Gunn was running through everybody in shoots. Butterbean knocked out him. And then Butterbean got beat by a guy who looked like a child. <laughs> you just never know. Yep. Uh, this is just, this was a good match between two guys that have had to fight yep. that stigma for a long ass time. Yep. And for Kofi, he's had to fight even more than that because yep. of racist assholes. Yes. And I'm not saying that everybody that, that, still detracts from Kofi no, no, is a no, racist no. asshole. But boy, no. let me tell you, there's a plenty of them. Yeah, and I know there are going to be people that say, well, keep your political feelings out of it. That ain't political. Oh, no. That no. ain't political. I no. had somebody last week saying, Sean, keep your political feelings about Saudi Arabia out of this. They murdered people. <laughs> that ain't political. Yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, that's not political. Um, listen, um, the Kofi and, and AJ uh, together, they, they, it worked really great. The, the match itself was fine. Um, uh, was really, really good, actually. And the finish was outstanding. The finish was so good, it makes me go, oh, I guess they don't have like a pay-per-view in the future between these two guys because that's the finish. That's the finish of that's the best finish you're going to come up with. A perfectly landed trouble in paradise to counter a phenomenal forearm. Ooh boy, that was nice. Somebody asked me if I was trying to do a Jim Cornette impersonation. I could do a way better Jim Cornette impersonation <laughs> than that. I don't want to have any interaction with him yeah. at all. I have no desire to be caught up in any of that at all. So no, if I was doing a Jim Cornette I do it like this, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> there's somebody in the chat who I don't really want to give pub to, but they're like, oh, Daniel Cormier's legit and fights at heavyweight. Uh, you know what else he also fought at? Yep. Light heavyweight. Do yeah. you want to know what weight division that is? Yeah. 205 pounds. Yep. Do you want to know what WWE's cruiserweight division is? Yep. 205 pounds. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Wow, it's weird the way that works. Went off on more of a rant about that than I thought I would, but there's a trouble in Ca- Paradise counter, Ushiguroshi counter into an SOS, a really amazing Tornado DDT. Uh, Kofi Trust falls on everybody and wins with a trouble in Paradise midair out of the phenomenal form. That ruled. That was great. It was beautiful. Uh, And it probably should have been the way the night ended. (laughs) But instead, instead, I honestly forgot until we started talking about it, about how really great that match was and about how perfect the finish was. Because all that happened afterwards just blew my mind the opposite direction. So, um, yeah, if you want to hear me go off about how fucking stupid it is, pardon my language, to say, oh, they're too small, they're too small, check out any of our podcasts over the last two years. That's true. uh, Where I provide any number of (laughs) examples of people beating seven-foot-tall Sammy Schilt's ass or beating the uh, seven-foot-tall Stefan Struve's ass or anybody who beat Akebono's ass or anybody that beat Hongman Choi's ass or anybody who beat any giant in MMA's ass, anybody who beat Bob Sapp's ass. The examples are aplenty, you guys. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Alex, you know how sometimes I kind of like to look upon things that that contributed to theme songs in pro wrestling? Yes, yes. Do you remember our little talk about Booker T's theme. I do. I remember. Well, you know that it's a heavily, heavily sampled theme, right? I I, I remember our conversation quite Yes, well. yes. Rene DeWale and Didier Leglisi, or I like to call them the legends, mm-hmm. they sampled from songs heavily. And mm-hmm. uh, one of those groups they sampled from was a group called Kraftwerk, mm-hmm. which were in the news today. Do you know why they were in the news today, Alex? Uh, they they won some twenty year old case or something about uh... yeah you saw the tweet they won like a twenty year old case based on sampling which 
which made me think, you know what? Let, let's look back into the sample <laughs> that Didier Leglise and Rene De Whale used for the Harlem Heat theme. So we know where the came from. Hateful Head mm-hmm. Helen and Sweet Pussy Pauline. Boy, was that a journey. Well, Alex, <laughs> do you want to know where the yes, 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 oh, no, no, no. comes from? Uh, uh, please tell me. It is a craft work song titled Sex Object. <laughs> are you ready for this, Alex? Please, please, please. Here are the lyrics. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. I don't want to be your sex object. Show some feeling and respect. I don't want to be your sex object. I've had enough, and that's a fact. I don't want to be your sex object. You play your tricks, and they're just perfect. I don't want to be your sex project or object. You turn me on, then you forget. And the best part, no, why sex? No, why sex? Maybe, perhaps, yes! <laughs> this is my jam. This is what I That's live good for. good stuff, man. Mm, man. Should we make triple mania predictions? I know you're excited for it. Let's see. Yeah, sure. let's, let's try to pronounce I, some of these. I've, I've, done, I've done so many research, so much research into that today. So uh, we're going to make these predictions for. Let's do it. What, what do you think about the Lav a la Gororia match? Oh, I don't know who the participants are. But here armor. we go. A Copa Triple Mania match. TBA versus Monster Clown, Electroshock, Superfly, Chessman, Averno, Drago, Aerostar, Puma King, Pagano, and Laparca. Listen, I'm I'm never picking against Drago and Aerostar at anything. I don't I don't know who T- TBA is. If they're the actual Avengers, I'm still picking Drago and Aerostar's team. I'm picking Puma King. Ooh, here's a good one. Mask versus Hair, Blue Demon Jr. versus Ray Wagner. Come on. Blue Demon ain't losing that mask. No. Nino Hamburgerosa and Big Mommy versus Sammy Guevara and Fightful's favorite, Scarlet Bordeaux, versus Viano 3 Jr. and Lady Maravilla versus Australian Suicide and Vanilla. I think the champions Nino Hamburgerosa and Big Mommy are going to retain. Okay. I, I I mean sure. Uh either that or the Sammy Guevara and the uh, Scarlet Bordeaux. Mr. Warren Hayes. Over and under. Number of times Vampiro farts. <laughs> I don't understand the reference. Three way trios match. El Hijo del Vikingo, Mr. Z's Jr., and Golden Magic against El Nuevo Podor del Norte versus Las Frevas Salvages. Uh, I'm going with Vikingo, Miss Disease, and Golden Magic because uh, Vikingo is going to become a big-ass star, I think, in yeah, America, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Vikingo. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the direction that's going. Uh, Seven-woman tables, ladders, and chairs match. Kiera, Lady Shani, uh, Taya, Tessa Blanchard, Fabi Apache, Chick Tormenta, and Le Hiedra. Man, uh... I, I think Kiera, I could see Kiera retaining, but anybody could win this because of the nature of the match. Um, who, who you got here? I mean, it's a, I think Tessa Blanchard's one of the best female performers in the world, but I don't know if she's getting the triple A title I, put on her. I don't know either, but I, I mean, Tessa is one of the best in the world, and they could do a lot worse than putting the title on her. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I watch. I, I don't follow AAA. I cover what little news of it emerges and is uh, relative to what we cover, which includes Psycho Clown Cody Rhodes and Kane Velazquez against Tejano Jr., Taurus, and TBA. I'll tell you what, if Kane Velazquez ends up being good, I'd probably slip my number to him if I were Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
especially oh, considering yeah. who WWE's top dog is, Brock yeah. Lesnar, and considering the fact that Cain Velasquez beat that ass. <laughs> yeah. Once a yeah. Of time. <laughs> yeah. If Cain Velasquez uh, isn't an absolute dumpster fire, AEW needs to come call on to him just so they can say, oh, you know that guy who they decided is more important than anything else in the WWE? Yeah, our guy beat the hell out of him. Okay, Warren said, Vampiro farted audibly the last Triple Mania. Okay, yeah, somebody says, you need to watch everything wrong with Triple Mania. Yeah, I've, I watch Triple Mania every year. I'm going to watch this show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I covered one a few years ago for Wrestling Inc., and it was always so bad. The worst match that I've ever saw, seen on major live wrestling was on that show. It was the one with, I think it was the Vianos. Oh, God, it was so bad. Laredo Kid and the Lucha Brothers against the Elite. Come on, Laredo Kid and the Lucha Brothers are getting this win back. Yeah, absolutely. Man. So that's our podcast this week. Alex, this is the end of the Google Hangouts era. I know, man. It's We have so many, so many good memories of uh, the Google Hangouts era. <sighs> I'm going to see if we can set up a situation where you'll be able to see me. That'd be nice. It would be because, as you mentioned, so many of our cues are... Well, like, listen, Visual. like, how did the podcast start tonight? Yeah, with us we looking at each other. We looked at each other, started laughing, and said, okay, we're starting the thing right now, and we're going to talk about this thing that just happened. If we couldn't see each other, I don't know if either one of us would have started laughing. We may have, you know, let the 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 wonderfulness of that Roman Reigns moment dissipate into the ether before we actually had a chance to talk sure. about it question our minds. So, I mean, we got to figure out some way of being able to, like, you know, look into each other's eyes deeply and, and decide what we're going to talk about, I'm sure. Well, guys, if you all don't mind, please leave us a thumbs up. Please subscribe. That stuff really helps us. Uh, it lets YouTube know that you all are watching us and that you all like us. We are back for listing your boy on Wednesday. But, hey, over on Fightful Select, that's the most direct way to support us. We've got, like, four or five different more podcasts this week. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we're out. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big.